Hello, welcome. It is the Everton Daily Live Extra. It is Monday, the tenth. Tenth. I just needed to clarify that. Doesn't feel like July, does it? <clears throat> no, it's very, very wet. Um, which is fine. Which is fine. That's you know good for the ducks, as they say. Uh, Everton have just flown out to Switzerland for their training camp. Um, obviously, they'll end that on Friday by playing local side uh, Neon. Um, the squad who went out is, yeah, it does send a bit of a shiver up your spine, that Jack, doesn't it, when you see that squad? It's so uh, anyone who's gone away over the summer and not thought about Everton and has come back with a slightly more positive mindset towards Everton and its general goings on might mm. see that squad and think, oh yeah, that's why I didn't think about these for months, that's why we were in so much <laughs> trouble last season. Because it is very bare bones, isn't it? Yeah. It's a it's a pre-season squad. Still got a couple of players away, or you know, about to come back because yeah. they've just been away. But yeah, it, it's not pretty, is it? Yeah, the squad is Ryan Astley, Dominic Calvin Lewin, Tom Cannon, Billy Crown, uh, Deli Ali, Lewis Dobbin, um, Abdelaide Decore, Ben Godfrey, Andre Gomez, Adisagana Gay, Liam Higgins, Mackenzie Hunt, Alex Obobi, Michael Keane, uh, Katia Corte. Uh, Andy Lonergan, Neil Mopai, Dwight McNeil, Stanley Mills, Francis Okoronku, um, Amadou Nana, Tara Youngo, Nathan Patterson, Jordan Pickford, uh, James Tarkowski, Joe Virginia, and Lewis Warrington. Um, There's as many under 23 players in there as there is senior players, really, isn't it? Yeah, we've got um, James Garner and obviously Jared Branthwaite who were involved in the England 21 squad. We obviously we won, but they won. Fantastic for them. Uh, we've got Damari Gay who's playing for Jamaica. They won last night to get into the semi-finals of the Gold Cup. They won 1-0. He had an assist. Makes sense. Uh, Mason Holgate. I don't know where he is. Yeah, it's an interesting Mon Holgate, isn't it? Because yeah. there hasn't been much noise about him either. Not being involved going forward if it was a player who looked likely to leave like Malpe for example I don't think it, that would have really grabbed anyone's attention but it's a strange one Holgate because there hasn't been any noise yeah, around yeah. him leaving I've seen a little bit it, it, the last two days about maybe potential loans to other lower down Premier League clubs but it wasn't anything that seemed particularly advanced so either it is happening and he's going or Dice completely doesn't rate him, doesn't yeah. want him involved or he's carrying a slight knock of some yeah, sort and isn't ready to join up with the squad. Yeah, it is a strange one. Uh, obviously, Seamus Coleman stayed behind for to continue his rehab. Um, Michalenko, international, be on international duty, I think. Well, sorry, still on his break from his international duty, yeah. I would think as well. So, um, yeah, it's just it's not it's not a great squad. It shows obviously what what needs to be done. Um, and again, Everton have been obviously linked with plays over the weekend. Obviously, we know now that uh, Ellis Sims has gone to Coventry. Obviously, went to Coventry on on Friday night, so that's done. Um, that's some money in. Uh, and over the weekend, obviously, we've been linked with Ashley Young, who split opinion a little bit, hasn't he? Ashley. Mm, mm. Yeah, I mean splitting opinion might be might be talking lightly, but I mean just just on Ashley so on just on Ashley Young. Obviously he's like what thirty seven. Thirty eight. Thirty eight yesterday, I think. Okay. Um he can play in a few positions. I believe he's only missed something like four games in something like seven years. Through injury and yeah. stuff, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts on, on Ashley Young? It's completely uninspiring. It is absolutely indicative of where we are as a football club, mm. the mess we are in, that this is our first potential, you know, real signing of the yeah. summer. But at the same time as all of that, it, it makes sense. You know, if you look at how much he was involved for Villa last season, I think he started over 20 games. Yeah. For Aston Villa, can play at right back and play at left back. If you're going to play more defensively, you could probably get away with playing him on the wing. 
vastly experienced won league titles with Man United and he, he was at Inter Milan when they won the league. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if he contributed too much to it, but you know, it was highly rated a filler. I know a lot of their fans were quite sad to see him go with. You know, it's easy to look at it and think he's 38. He was probably past his prime about eight years ago. No, I don't want anything to do with him. But mm. if he's good enough for Aston Villa, he's at least good enough to provide competition for places at Everton, you would think, wouldn't you? Yeah, I, listen, I've seen, I've seen players come into Everton at the... Not as not as old as this, although Richard Goff came into Everton and and was and uh, was pretty old, um, and was brilliant. To be fair, maybe it was a different time in the Premier League then. I don't think it was. You don't didn't need to be as fit as you do now. But this is a player who I think he played twenty had twenty three starts last night last year in the Premier League, um, and I think I don't think this is the. I honestly don't think this is the mo- this is like the big sort of terrible sign and that everyone well not everyone say some people are making out to be. I think you're absolutely right. I think it just shows where the football club are. It's as simple as that. It shows where the football club are um right now. For a pl- player who can play I mean, in his career he's played he's played left midfield. 203 times 203 times he's played right back 82 times he's played left back 71 times left wing 34 times uh right midfield 33 times second striker 12 times uh right winger eight times attacking midfield six times center midfield five times center forward two times center back once when was that i have no idea but this is a player who's played literally every position apart from playing in goal. Um, ironically, Everton are actually well stocked with goalkeepers after after Joe, Joe Virginia signed a two-year deal and we obviously know Andy Lonergan signed a deal and we've got Billy Crowley as well and obviously Jordan Pickford. So he's played 422 times in the Premier League. Um, I think if he's... Yeah, if he's... I think if he's fit and... And you can understand why you can understand why Villa moved on from him. His age and they're trying to build a team, a better team than in Europe. Um, probably for him as well, thinking would I get much game time? He's probably looking for his last big hurrah. And I, I don't think it's the worst signing in the world. I just think that I get, I do understand people. You, you, you especially social media because I fully under, understand social media. You react and you literally put out the first thing that's in your head, but. I think if he was a player to come in, number one, there's a lot of experience there. He's won. Well, obviously, he's a lot of experience. He's 30. He's won, um, you know, all, nearly all the major trophies. I think the only thing he didn't win was the Champions League, I think. Yeah, I think he won it. I think he's won everything but the Champions League. Not um, bad, is it? It's not bad at all, is it? Um, yeah, yeah, 38. 38, yes, he was, yeah. Um yeah, he won a Premier League with Man United. He won the Italian League with Inter. He won the Europa League with Manchester United. He won the FA Cup with Manchester United. The League Cup with Manchester United. Um, so he's yeah, he's 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 he's. I mean, he's even down as winning a under twenty one Premier League with Manchester United in two thousand and fifteen, two thousand sixteen. Obviously, Must have got a game. The old older yeah. age. Oh yeah, the old over the age. But yeah, I I do understand. I do understand why people would think it was a bad move. But honestly, as we are here now, there's a player. I reckon, right, genuinely, if he signed for Everton, I could see him playing thirty games. You know, every single week when it's like so and so was out, and then so and so was out, he would play in so many different positions. And you know what? As well, I think people would be quite fond of him. As well, obviously, he'd have to perform. I do think he would perform okay. But yeah. look at the loving Connor Cody ads yeah. over the last season as well. You know, people wanted to part with four and a half million for him on the basis, you know, he, he's a leader and he's sound and people like him and you know, he's got the experience, etc., etc. Yeah, you've got a player on a free transfer, okay. Yeah, he's eight years older. But if he's coming in on a one year deal anyway, 
and he yeah. can perform right now. His age doesn't really yeah. matter too much. You know, it's not like he's blocking the yeah. path of any young prospects in their mm-hmm. position because we just sold our young yeah. left-back prospects. Yeah. I imagine Nathan Patterson will play anyway when he's fit, but he's not been fit that often. So, mm. it, you know, it's a good option to have. I, I, I think for me, I think, you know, last week we spoke a lot about obviously selling young players, um, you know, and and, and what, you know, it, that it's... That it's it's not right and it can't continue and and you know you're selling you are you keep cutting and what have you got what have you got left to cut um and obviously Ishi Samuel Smith was confirmed over the weekend uh he was given the number four share by Chelsea I find that incredible it's a bit of a mad one that isn't it that sounds like I mean it'll be interesting to see what what they do with him this season whether he's like in the squad straight away but of it, and he said it was done really quickly as well, which is really interesting. Just listening to the different things. They have played young players around his age before, oh, yeah. like Lewis I mean, Hall got game time wants, for them. He apparently, he wants to play centre back, but that's he's gone now. We got we got four million quid for him. He's gone, and we had that discussion last week um, in terms of certainly, you know, how once you, what have you got left? But that you know that. That's done now, and that will that will that will that conversation will will keep going with that. Of course, we will. But then you have to go sometimes to the next thing is what, where you actually are, and where we actually are is here. Where we actually are is a squad that lacks a any competition for Michalenko. It lacks a right winger. It lacks um. Just, I don't know, just general... Uh, just... I think it'd be fair to say it lacks a bit of leadership <laughs> yeah. after Cody's yeah, gone yeah. as well. So, it, so I think when you put that all together, I think if a player is still playing, is still hungry, is still um, feels like he's got something to give, is, has, has got a good injury record, which again, in the last couple of seasons, the likes of Tarkowski, the likes of Conor Cody, like you mentioned, people like that were brought in because because we knew what we were getting from them. Um, you know, someone's mentioned there in the comments, Fabian Delph 2.0. I don't think he is a Fabian Delph 2.0. I think his injury, Fabian Delph had a terrible injury record. Ashley Young doesn't have an injury record. And I think that's the first thing I'd be looking at, of course, if you're bringing a 38-year-old in, or Lord trying to bring a 38, 38-year-old is looking at all the data. His you know, fitness, his yeah. availability. Of course, they'll be speaking to him and his agents, obviously, because he's not with not with the club. And they will be trying to get to the bottom of all that stuff, you know, Um of of how many games he's played, why why he missed games, you know, what is there any history of anything there that could flare up? And obviously that will play a part in Everton's decision whether they offer someone a contract as well. And I, and for me, to be honest, it, it's a it's a bit of a it's actually a bit of an it's actually I think I think it's probably a bit of a no brainer for if it's a year contract. I really do because I just don't think it's as as terrible. Um, as maybe what people are making out to be. It's people are struggling to look past the age, aren't they? I think that's the main thing. And don't get me wrong, like if you'd said to me seven, eight years ago when we first took over, oh, would you take Ashley Young this minute? Mm. You probably would have said no. And, you know, a lot of times passed since then and you'd assume he's older, he's probably lost a yard of pace and that. But in our current situation where we are, we don't like where we are, no. no one does, but we have to admit that we're here. And survival this season is probably more important than it was last year, because if we go down this year, that means mm. almost for certain we are going into that new ground in the championship, which would be an absolute disaster. So, yet, yeah, I don't like the thing either about having to sell young players to bring in a bit of money so mm. we can spend on senior players i don't like sacrificing the future for yeah. the now but we have to do that right now because survival is so important this year it, it has to mm. be done and ashley young is the type of player who can come in free transfer hopefully sensible wages gives us cover and positions probably good enough to start mm. a lot of weeks as well it, it's absolutely uninspiring anyone who says yeah. that's right but it makes sense like you say it is almost a no-brainer if the wages are sensible the terms a sensible one year deal it is a no-brainer because he gives us cover we don't have i think for, for everton as a club and certainly for the manager you can't get involved in those discussions you can't you can't be you know sitting there um and worrying about 
things you can't affect. He can't affect how much ever how much money Everton have got unless he sell unless someone says, Well, I can get money for him and I can get who don't who don't you want right now? If I you know, Everton for two years if we can strip people away and you, we can give you the money, are you are you gonna play this player or that player? And the answer's gonna be if the answer's no, then you have to sell them. And that goes for the likes of Ella Sims. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Tom Cannon. Um, you know, a lot of, there's there's talk of uh, Sunderland and I think possibly Luton looking at him as well. Um It'd be interesting to see what they do. And it is horrible, but and I, I hate it. I hate it. I made my feelings known last week. I hate it. I absolutely despise where we are as a football club. But as a manager, he can't get involved in that. He has to look at it and think, like, what what can I do to help the football club? Um, I think he actually may have been at Watford at the same time. Yeah, I think he was, yeah. came through as well. So he'll know something about the player. Um it's it's not nice, and I appreciate. I'm looking at all the comments, and I appreciate the anger towards the situation. I understand that, but I think the manager just can't get involved in that. It's not his job, and I think he's always. When you look, when he came in and the situation, he wants to be a Premier League manager. He wants to manage a club like Everton. He, he'll never manage a bigger club, football club than Everton, and he has to just manage it at face value. He at the moment can't get involved in sort of finding the underlying problem he doesn't have time for that he all he's got to do is try and wheel and deal and as and as i said you know if this if he feels like this as a player that he can genuinely get games of football out of 30 games of football 25 games of football as a squad player then i actually i think this could be one of those signings it might not. It might not. You never know, do you? Some as a thirty-eight year old, you are of course going to be more susceptible to getting injuries or getting unlucky, like say, like Townsend did with his knee injury. That will happen. You know, I don't know whether that happened. Townsend was more susceptible to that because he was because he was he just he just turned thirty. I don't know, but you know, again, someone's mentioned Thiago Silva. Went to Chelsea at a similar age, and I remember when we were linked to Thiago Silva, and a lot of people again looked at the age and went, "No, I think you have to take a step back sometimes." And it is that case of it's not where we want to be, but it is where we are. And you know, if you were lost in the woods and you didn't have your phone, but at least you had a map, you could find your way out of it. No, it's exactly it, and it like we have to lose this mentality of oh, that's not the player I want. Ideally, I want this twenty-one-year-old Spanish winger who's doing great in the Spanish first division. Who you know he's he's great, but he's got a little bit of downside because he's not a completely well-rounded player. Oh, and he's going to cost sixty million as well. We don't have any of those luxuries right now. We don't have the time, and we don't have the money. So it just has to be a case of does this player improve our team? Is he good value for money? Is he the right fit character-wise to come into this team and settle in? And does he have something to offer? And if it's yes, then that player needs to be at least strongly considered. Yeah, and it'll be it will be um, yeah, and I, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see if someone else comes in for us as well, and see if Everton fans, the Everton fans who are against them, um, change the. Change the tone because that normally helps get a play Everton player over the line. Is when someone else comes forward and people suddenly feel like, oh no, we need we need to get him. I I honestly think it's a it's one of those. I just think it's a many ways it's a bit of a no brainer actually. Yeah, no one's gonna throw a party over it no. if it happens, but it has a clear upside mm. with minimal risk. So yeah, it's one of them. Fair enough if you're not excited about it, but mm. it it does seem to make sense. Let's have a look at some of the comments on this one. Uh, Glenn Watson says the Premier Night looked boss because it was boss. It was boss indeed, to be fair. Ned Ned fully smashing it everywhere. Smashing it. Smashing it, Ned. Smashing it. Just smashing tunes left, just, right just and take centre. the compliments, sunshine. Oh, well, well, that's for another time, isn't it? Rob Keyes says, afternoon, looking forward to this one. Youngest causing some... Serious few months with and looking forward to hearing some cooler heads talk pros and cons. 
if it's back up 12 months and a decent wage, I'm not too upset about it. If it's a sign of things to come, i.e. young lads rushed out the door and signing plays at the end of their career, then it's a cause for concern. Well, it is a cause for concern. Any young player leaving the football club, um, I think The Athletic did an article, Paddy Boylan did an article over the weekend, um, and I think it showed how many people players had left Everton in the last few years. You know, there was kids leaving when they were like 11 years old going to Manchester City. Me and Baz had a chat about it the other week about how when they changed the rules on players when they could leave um, and clubs getting no compensation, it basically, again, started destroying what, what worked in football. That the hurt the clubs outside of the top six. Yeah, it hurt everybody because, once again, it was an idea of, oh, you don't need to be compensated. And at first, everyone was like, oh, that's fine, till... You know, it's that thing of like, oh, we can come looking for your players, and then when those players dry up because because clubs aren't putting any money into youth academies anymore, because what's the point? Then they come looking for your players, and you you thought you were going to be the big, and it's the same. It's going to be the same in football now, where all these clubs go, oh yeah, we'll sign up to that, and then suddenly go, oh sugar, we're the bottom of the barrel now. But we, we're the ones they want to take yeah. people off, and so Everton will lose players, and and it is it's crap because. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen Michael Ball mention it on Twitter, and it's like, he was a player who, because this, people of my age, this is very reminiscent of the Walter Smith days, this, massively reminiscent of just getting old players, kids, well, kids got an opportunity under under in the Walter Smith age, but then kids were sold, like to Franny Jeffers, Ballie. As soon as uh, they showed anything. Well, as soon as sold. someone come knocking for them, Soon as someone come knocking for him, Franny Jeffers, we thought, was you know the next big thing, and then Arsenal come calling, and Everton didn't didn't Michael Ball, Rangers six million quid, see yeah, Richard Dunn to City, it was, it was sl- slightly different reason, but um, yeah, it was the same. It felt ve- felt the same. Um, the difference, as I said, was people like people like uh, Dunn, especially Ballie, Franny Jeffers. Danny Cadamati, they got an opportunity at least to play. Um, but our young players aren't even really getting that chance at the moment. So um, it does it does feel like that. But people, listen, people have people are entitled to feel how they want about this. I can, I can absolutely, I can fully understand because I'm the same. I'm exactly the same. I, I despair at what's going on at our football club. Um, I look at a player like Ishii Samuel Smith that only like last week me and Baz were talking about about pushing into the first team squad like he should be in the first team squad this season like we were talking about if we buy another left back that left back can't come in and stop someone like Ishii Samuel Smith from, from moving into the squad but the problem is when you've got the likes of you know like someone like Stanley Mills you know him last season he was he was doing brilliantly for the under 21s but wasn't getting an opportunity and yet didn't get a loan. And it's like now, okay, he's gone away with the one away, but what's his future? Does he get a loan this season? He's going to be part of the first team squad. Is he ready? If he's not read, what ready, what's the path for him? And this is where Evan have just got to, you know, I know, I know for a large part they already have, but this is where they have to get so much better and say to these kids, you're going to get an opportunity. Because what's clear about someone like Samuel Smith is he's gone to someone like Chelsea. And I know people go, well, Thierry Small did the same thing. It's like, yeah, but Thierry Small obviously thought he was ready and just didn't think he had any. And we talked about um, uh, Ali Cho last week as well. It's like, these kids think they're red. They're chomping at the bit. And I think what's a great indication is if you watch that England under-21 final on uh, Saturday, you look at all those players, you knew them all. They've all been playing in the Premier League for a couple of years. For for the the majority of them anyway, started that game. It's like there's loads of players ready to to go and play in the Premier League, and for some reason we're not giving these kids opportunities. No, and it's one thing that really needs to change at Everton as well. This thing of leaving our younger players in limbo. You know when they get the I'll, I'll train them with the first team thing. You see that about a young player. That's almost the, the kiss of death for a young player at Everton a lot of the time, because that means. Oh, so they're going to be with the senior squads a lot of weeks, which means they might not be with the under-21 squads, but then they won't get minutes for the senior squad either, mm-hmm. And but then they're with them, so they can't play the under-21 team that day, and then they're just not playing football then, but they're not going out on loan either, because, you know, they're part of the senior squad, they're training with us, but they don't play for us, 
yeah. then they miss out on under on young football as well, and they're, they're just left not doing anything. We did it with um, he who shall not be named, Anthony Gordon, a couple of years back. I think um, he did go on loan to Preston later mm. that uh, season, but the first half of the season he, he did absolutely nothing, and I don't think that probably stunted his growth. Yeah, yeah, and he got played the tournament. Yeah, so it just goes to show. <laughs> no, it does, doesn't it? I mean, players. I think players just want to feel loved and feel like they've got um, a career path, a trajectory that that the they've got. You know, it's, yeah, it's it it is. These dude feel like they just feel like it feels just like dark, doesn't it? At the moment, it just feels like everyone else is getting on with the business and 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 we we're, we're not and. And if you f- like Sean Dyche has yet to make a signing as it as the Everton manager. Like, yeah, you know you're right. Mean? Actually, like, that's he's yet to make a signing. And um, if it's if his first signing is a thirty-eight year old, that's again, it's it just shows you where we are. But he he knew what he was coming into, and he's he knows the job that he's prepared to do. And um, it could be it. it, it <laughs> At the end of the day, there's what? There's still a month till the season starts. There's there's pl- there's plenty of time between now and then to get players be- bedded in. And I think there's there's also again and again a stress while touching wood is you know Dominic Alvaloon. He could be the thing this season. I'm not saying he will be the thing. I'm just saying he could be the thing. If you got Dominic Alvaloon firing. Then that could be the difference, isn't it? That could be the difference from having a bang average team, bang, 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 bang average team, to one that's got something about it, at least a little bit of a competitive edge. And if you put a few more people around them um, and you bring in just a little little bit of something, then we could be a bang average team. And I think we'd all take bang average, wouldn't we, right now? Yeah, you're absolutely right. That could be the thing that gets us there but i would be a very worried and unoptimistic individual if, if that's the only thing that we've got to hope on if, if we don't bring at least another forward in that we can sort of hope and rely on first if calvert lewin isn't fit and firing but you are right that you know if he is fit and he's playing well that he takes this team up a level but no, you know, it's a let's, huge if. Let's please and no. not bank on just that. No, of course please. we need we need signings. We need two. We need two strikers. We need two strikers. But what I think what an actually young sign just to go back to it again is obviously it 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 might stop might help us in the case of not going not needing like say three players and saying well these three players are going to be maybe squad players might, that and I think that's probably. A large part of the way the way he's thinking. Um, Everton Viking says these are properly dark days. Uh, Georgie Redmond says get uh, Andre Gomez playing. Well, he's back, isn't he? He is back. That uh, twenty second clip on Twitter has, has done them all. Done them all. Convinced everyone that Andre Gomez is the second coming yeah. again. It's. I'm not convinced to be honest. Fair, fair enough. If you know. We've got a very thin squad, as we've seen with um, that pre-season list. So fair enough if you want to give one of the yeah. current outcasts a chance. But for me, I'm not. I'm not convinced. No. Uh, Chad says Ashley Young would massively improve Evans' chances of starting a veterans team. Otherwise, I see no benefits in him coming in. It's not like we have a bunch of young players in who needs a seasoned professional to show them Premier League standards. Fair enough, mate. Lines, he says... Afternoon, afternoon, lads and fellow Blues. Not sure how I feel about Young, but a year in the dressing room with the leadership qualities of our youngsters and watching learning from him can't be a bad thing. I think he's free, so so why not? I don't want to go overboard about the 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 leadership stuff because I think that was a big part of like when Delph came in, wasn't it? Of the old like oh, it's the dressing room stuff. You can't just be that. And I know a little bit of like that was with Cody last season. But I do believe, though, in players setting standards. And I think if you are a 38-year-old, you obviously have set yourself standards to why you're still playing. If you're 38 and you're playing, so forget about all the, like, the mouthy stuff of what people say in the dressing room. I do believe there's a standard. And you see, you do hear this quite often of like when 
when perfect like proper high-end professionals come into dressing rooms you know people who've been to places and won things and they take that level in and people or you know people try to match that and it's the exit thing and i know I think me and Baz mentioned this on Friday night, funny enough, at the Premier Night when someone asked us who'd been the best captain in the last 20 years. And I said, I said Phil Neville. And I think one of the reasons why was because he brought a professionalism into the dressing room that he brought for Manchester United. That probably wasn't probably he was wasn't from there. that Fergie school. Yeah, yeah. A bit and, old school and that, that probably got passed on because the dead easy answer would be to say Seamus Coleman. But he probably passed that on to Seamus Coleman of like, this is how you have to be. This is how you have to act. If you want to be... If you want to be able to like compete with other players, you have to make sure. Like Phil, Phil Neville was like getting up at five o'clock in the morning and doing like his yoga and and his Pilates and all that stuff and doing like hours and hours of stretching first, like something that like had come from like I think Ryan Giggs had started it. Where it's like if you want to take your career, if you want to extend your career to as long as you can, you need to be fit. You need to stretch. You need to do the extra work. You can't be, you know, um, you can't be. Just thinking how I can just continue being being young for the rest of my life, the rest of their lives, and I think that professionalism would help just on that, like just from sh- showing other people how okay, he's thirty eight and he's still doing it, he's still fit. How do how do I do? I do think that rubs off. I think if you have bad Absolutely, people, yeah. not bad people in the dressing room, but if you have people who who cut corners. And you can cut corners, I imagine. You know, when you're young, you can cut corners. You can get away with a lot because you're young. Um, but as you get older, you... St- I mean, I played 90 minutes, by the way, on Saturday. Oof. And I feel dead inside. Like, dead inside. Like, it took me... Ev- well, I seen you run around the car park with Neds for less than three minutes playing footy once, remember? And yeah. that I took its toll. That was a while ago, though. Have you been on like the fitness? I've been running run for the last like I had to drag myself out of bed to go for a run this morning, and I did because 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 that's my mindset at the moment. Got that Ashley Young mindset. Got the Ashley Young mindset. Um, he inspired me before he even came up, or even if he's gone. Yeah, and and I'll be honest, I feel dead. Like I <laughs> now I know there's a difference when you're a professional footballer, but. You know, your, you, your youth... body's still your body, and yeah. you still you, the difference between being like twenty two and thirty eight, twenty two year old, probably play ninety minutes, go out on the ale all night, and then come back the next day and feel great. Where a thirty eight year old just can't do that. And it is about setting standards. Not as I said, it's not about ranting and raving. It's not about telling people what you have to do and where you have to do them. It's just going in every day and being professional, first in, last out. Um, you know. Doing the extra work in the gym, staying behind on the training pitch, doing the doing the stretches, doing because it all catches it, it it does it all it all catches on. Why are you doing that? Well, because it helps me do this. Oh, how come you never get injured? Because I do this. All that stuff is really important, and people might think people might think it's not, but um, it is it is it is really important. You've got to put yourself in the shoes of the players, haven't you? You've got to think if I was a twenty-two year old at Everton. And then a thirty-eight-year-old fella comes in. You've been so and bad. like, it's well, yeah. <laughs> but no, so you're Nathan Patterson, for example. Yeah. He's around that age, and I'm not saying he's a lazy trainer or anything. I don't know, but I'm using him as example. Yeah. Say he isn't the hardest trainer. Say Ashley Young comes in and absolutely shows him up in terms of effort and training, getting there early, he's leaving late, just the lifestyle, healthiness. If he completely shows him up in that regard, that is gonna make him go. Okay, well, I need to match him. I need to, I can well, do what he's doing. It's not even about being lazy, and it's good. It's right that you pick someone like Nathan Patterson. Nathan Patterson's injury record while he's been at Everton has been it's been poor. He's twenty two year old. He he'll be looking at those players. He'll be looking at Seamus Coleman. Be looking at someone like he could look at someone like Ashling if he came in and said, "What? Why am I getting injured all the time? What are you doing that I'm not? You know that I'm not doing? How come you haven't been injured?" Or how come you recover? It's not even your injuries. Injuries come. How are you recovering? It's faster? lifestyle, isn't and that it? you know what that is often the that is our players do get injured. It's often the recovery that's the issue. How are you recovering quickly? Like, and what you tend to find out about players who don't recover injuries because they have terrible habits. They don't drink enough water. They might drink too much alcohol. They're in, they're eating just they have a rubbish diet and it mean it's you know what you put in your body it, it all it all comes it all comes back 
on you, do you know what I mean? It doesn't matter whether you're, like, look at, like, you know, not not digging there, though, but it's, it's, it's diet is terrible. And we keep telling him he's sitting there eating an he's apple. He's eating an apple as we speak. Apple. His diet is terrible. And you know what? He's just, but he's just, he, he, he is fit as a fiddle, but he keeps on picking up all injuries and he doesn't understand why. It's because his diet's terrible. I'm going to bin this can of Red Bull now. You made me feel no. ashamed about my body and my lifestyle, my, my sedentary not bo- lifestyle. Don't worry, I'm not body shaming you, lad. Feel you like look, being body shamed. You're sitting there in your Ajax Bob Marley tribute top and you're looking, you're looking, you're looking. You do look a bit sleepy around the eyes, though. I, I don't think you've like got that, over the gin fair. from Friday night. They, they were nice gin, so you fit pomegranate. I wouldn't know, but but that's an. Have you been on like? Um, have you been on like like what, what? Like I don't know. Google or trust the pilot and give give them a five star review to Murphy's gin bar. I haven't, but I will do you because do. Murphy's gin bar is an excellent yeah. they institution. Look after, they look after us brilliantly, and it's going to be the place to go. Um, on on uh, a match stage, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, John Jones says nobody mentioned Anthony Robinson has just signed a new five year deal at Fulham. I, I don't know what you want me to say. I That's di- great I, for him. I did say when he was leaving Wigan, we should be signing him back, and I was told by everyone that he was crap. So and maybe he is. I don't know. That's up to you people. That's ever that's that's ever terrible, but uh, that is that is uh, ever. Um, there's millions of comments on um, on on. But it, but what I will say, the poll is a fifty-fifty, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The poll, points? the poll. I mean, Ned, Ned's done. Ned, I love the question, Ned. It's just Ashley Young question mark. <laughs> It could be anything, couldn't it? It could be anything, couldn't it? But he's just put Ashley Young question mark, and it is 50-50. There might be people that want him, but are voting no, because they think the question is, is your name Ashley Young? Do us a favour, there's 905 of you watching. Can more of you do the poll, please? It's just gone to 51% no, which was good enough to destroy this entire country. Uh, 51% can often be enough. Exactly, Ned. You've 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 left it a little bit ambiguous there. Well, you should have put. Would you sign Ashley Young? Come on, Ned. Come on, Ned. Ned. By the way, I need to give you some advice about Friday night. I think you made a fatal slip up in your uh, set. What was it? So I don't I don't know whether this is a normal thing for you, right? And you need to tell me. But when you play in Liverpool, right? Are you listening? Play Hey Jude last. Always. Always. That's your... That's your... Really? That's your closer? No, Ned, Ned, Ned. I'm telling you right now, it's because you play in so many wallet places that maybe this doesn't might work in other places. But when you play in Liverpool, always, hey, Jude, is your finisher. Got to finish strong. It's your finisher. You've got to get every... You've got to go, ladies and gentlemen, this is my last song of the night. Hey, Jude. And honestly, the whole place will demand more and they'll all be singing because they know it's your last song. You play, you played it and I was like, why is she playing this show? Why is she playing it? Are you finishing? I was at, it's got in Liverpool. That's got to be your finisher. I'm just telling you. For your other places, you know you've got the experience. But in Liverpool, always play Hey Jude last because it's, it's honestly, mate. That's your killer. That's your finisher. People, you leave them then, like wanting, demanding more. What was your last song? It does make sense. Don't look back. No, that might be that might be good That'd for other places. In St Helens. Yeah. But in Liverpool, hey Jude, mate. Honestly, I'm telling you that as that's free advice. Was it not Spirit of the Blues? No, you played Spirit of the Blues dead early. You... Oh, did it to open up to get yeah. The yeah, yeah. That's fair enough, but I wouldn't have. See, I would have. But, but hey Jude, always last in Liverpool. And you know, if you hit them with a little bit of like, oh, thank you everyone for coming yeah. out. I got one no, more you... song for yeah. you. That's I hope it. everyone's having a great that's time. It. Just, I'm just. This one's called Hey no, Jude. That's a great song. But you build them up and then you just like, you leave them wanting more. And then everyone will be like, you're amazing, Ned. You're the greatest thing. Since- and then 
as well if they demand an encore yeah then it doesn't actually and end then, up being your last song yeah. so you've got it both but ways the, but then you get yeah exactly see ned i'm i'm making your money here uh martin kitney says another example of fellwell only looking in the premier league do you think we actually look outside the league for young players how to say fellwell has been a disaster for our recruitment in ye- in years recent years i'll be honest mart i think i think he's I, I, I think I think he's stuck fell well I don't think he's got full control of the club in the way he should have like other people do and I think because he hasn't got the control and he hasn't got the money I think it, it means he hasn't been able to do the job properly the thing is with Felwell as well is Marcel Brands, whatever you think of his time at Everton, he did come with a reputation beforehand as one of the better directors of football in Europe around that level of club. You know, came to Everton, obviously didn't have a lot of control, ends up leaving not long after signing a new contract. Kevin Felwell came from Wolves where we know he was never the main man in terms of transfers because that went to um, Mendes. He was in charge. Technically, he didn't come from Wolves. No, but you know what I mean. No, no, but I'm just... Because people will say. Yeah. But, you know, he spent a long time at Wolves where he wasn't their main man. Mm. Mendes was obviously happy to do the job there for a while. But, you know, his most recent big job wasn't one where he Mm. was... I have control over every tiny detail. I know what butter these players have on their sandwiches. Like type of thing, like you know, he, you know, he wasn't the yeah. complete control master there, so it wouldn't shock me at all if, like you say, he's not the main man at Everton right now behind the scenes. Mm. And look, we don't know, do we? All we know is that he's the third director of football to come into this club under yeah. our current ownership and to do what fans are considering I... a bad job. So maybe there are other factors. I have, I have a lot of sympathy for the directors of football. Everton Football Club. I had a lot of sympathy for Marcel Brands. Um, I, ju- I just don't think they can do the job. I just don't think they're allowed to do the job. I think there's, the money's not there. I don't think the structure's there. I think other people get involved from the outside. I honestly, I just don't think it's. I just don't think it's as easy as what we'd like it to be. Um, Harry James Tattoo. And I, and I mention this for a reason. It says, hey guys, I proper, I proper enjoyed the Premier night. Thanks for all being sound. And whoever said Dice doesn't sign young players. Right, so so I don't know whether you were privy to this conversation because you were balls deep in gin with your girlfriend. Right. But Harry James Tattoo, have a guess what he does? Tattoos. Yeah, and he was covered in them. And Isn't he going to give Ned one? So Harry said he Ned said he wants a tattoo. He wants he wants I think he wants Neil Status and Izzy off them on his arm, right? Fair enough. That's up to Ned. That's whatever he wants he can have, right? But we suggested to Harry to do it live on a show, right? And I think that's the way forward, personally. And if he gets and I'll I, what I'll what I'll say is this, right? If Ned gets one live, I'll get a little Everton tattoo. I'll get a, just a little tattoo, just a little one. I'll get a little one because I've already got tattoos. I don't want nothing major because I like my tattoos to mean something. I'm not like, I don't just throw them on my arm. But I might just get like the new little tower, maybe, you know, just just somewhere or whatever. But I, I so, Ned, are you, is your mic on? Yeah. Are you up for getting a tattoo live? Of Harry, yeah. Yeah, live in here. Yeah. Tattoo live. Yeah, it's my idea. <laughs> it wasn't you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no I just way. said to Harry, I'm not coming to the Wirral, mate. I said, yeah, come that's... in. Do you, know, do you know what, Ned's... Like, that second good thing he said. Um, so, Harry, if you want to come in here and tattoo Ned, and then I'll just like grab a little tattoo, maybe a little Evans. I was just... I don't know. I don't know where, I don't know where, because I don't... I've already got that space earmarked. Got that space. That's safe. It's the one lined up. There's there, one lined so. up. There's me leaving Goodison tattoos gonna go there. Uh, right. But might just get a little one somewhere. Right. So imagine that though. Imagine that live show. Ned gets tattooed. Because that will be some because the boss thing is ages. you haven't got any tattoos, have you, Jack? No. That's fine. We're all I would like one. Think just about maybe tattoos, not live. But once on you get TV. one, right? 
they're addictive. You want the pain is weird. It's like you want that's why people are covered in tattoos because once you get it, you want another tattoo. I don't, I don't think I'd ever because I, I know I wouldn't suit like loads of tattoos. Like the like, oh, that's I why I'm getting like a lovely uh, neck no, one, mate. Like nil like, size shots on my arm. It's like it's, it's barely arm, it's, so it's barely anything, is it? But no. it's just something that means. But Ned, to me. why don't you get like like a teardrop at like tattoos? So you have to kill yourself to get a teardrop. Well, it can be kind of be like if you've lost someone as well. Like you could have like a teardrop tattoo for I'm Cam. Not a lot. I'm not. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, he's got a family. Yeah, but I remember when I remember when family. So if I remember you get when, like a teardrop. Cool. I remember when someone I was with got a tattoo, and I was like, yeah, I think I want something, but I'm not quite sure what I'm, what I want on my body for. Like, it's been Neil Saxon's tattoo for it for years. Because my dad's got the the Everton badge on his arm, so I was like, oh, I want something to do with Everton as well. Uh, someone said in the comments, tattoo. No, tattoos are awful. Tattoos aren't awful no, whatsoever. And like people say, like, oh, you have to cover them up in work you no, don't because you're changing depends on you because everybody has tattoos reels aren't like that anymore got loads yeah, of yeah. Tattoos, like... that was reels 80 years ago Mate, but I've, now, got, I've got three fashion i've got three i'd have i'd easily have more i remember my mum sending me a picture of some balance scales tattoos and i went why have you sent me that show because you're a libra and i was like yeah no, no, the thing is no. Ned, if you want a tattoo but you're not sure what to get just pick a famous person and copy theirs so for example you could copy Conor McGregor and just get McGregor tattooed <laughs> yeah. over his But the thing is, you look like a little bit like him as well. Yeah. So you could be here onto oh, that fella. Yeah. He was like Eastern European mm. bloke who pretend to be McGregor and actually trick people into thinking he was McGregor. Make a bit Until of money Until the end speak, obviously, but they'd come up and be like, ah, oh, mm. you could do that. Yeah, so you could like, have I'm the tattoo McGregor, whenever yeah. and you could have McGregor. Yeah. Well, that's why I, I'm not rushed it, like... No, you should. So no, you like rush it. since I was eighteen, and I'm, I'm turning twenty three in like two months. Mm. I've wanted Neil Sachs's shot to him. The so thing about not, it is, though, about getting a tattoo is you need like you you need to know everything. Like you need to know the like the font and everything. Mm. You need you need to know. You can't like like that. My Batman tattoo. I thought about that for literally years. Like, yeah, how I was gonna do it, how it was gonna work. Same out. as this one where I wanted It came out of the quote, the night is dark, it's just before the dawn. And I, I was like at first I was just gonna get that and I was like, no, that's gonna knock around be enough. And I literally created the image myself and I found then I found the tattoo artist who would be perfect for it. So yeah. Um Ned, Glenn Watson says get a Les Paul guitar tattoo. Um, it's yeah, I've thought about that before, but it's always like it's just because I've got a Les Paul. That's just be for the sake. I of said it. to you get. I can't picture music. it. I said me. to him. I said to Ned, get like, get like the notes from like Z cars or Spirit of the Blues. But he said no, so that's fine. Same as like I always thought about getting like a leopard gecko, but I can't. I can't imagine it on me. No, that's but, fine. But, that's fine. That's what you've got to put in your mm. head. You've got to think. Is this just something that I want in the spare of the moment? Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Get well, a that's it. But I've no, always wanted Neil Satis there. It, it is there for life, so it's got to mean and I've, something. Oh, and I've had this picture for like on my phone for years of how exactly I want it. Okay. And Harry showed me the picture of how he done it on someone's arm, and it was exactly the same. And I was like, yeah, that's it. Get like a barcode tattoo of like your Tesco club cards. Awesome. So I can just go like so then, that. Yeah, so you never have to get it out if you leave the house of out it or whatever. It's fine. You can just go. Might get a scan QR code to my link tree so I can go. It's like music, scan that. Or like yeah, I mean, or like your Spotify yeah. page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Fair play, yeah. Um that'd be my pulling power in the club then. Oh, I mean they'd be Not that you need any more. Hey, love, scan that. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I like that. That's an actual that sounds like a real good one. Um the poll is still fifty fifty, so fair play to you. Um Peter Finn says, Ped, what do you think of Silo? I think it's good, mate. Ask me again at five o'clock and I'll give you more info about it. Um, let's have a look. There's just millions of comments. Millions, millions and millions of comments. Millions. Seven no, I know. Shut up, Ned. Wait, we've got two more minutes because we've got another. We're going to be live again at two o'clock, but over on our second channel, more than a game for general transfer stuff. So a couple more minutes. Uh, Steve says, Ped, uh, you've just said about him being competition to Michalenko, do you honestly think it's acceptable if we don't go and sign a first choice left back when we all know we desperately need it and that's even more worrying if it start if he starts over Michalenko every week yet he's not even a left back. Uh, I do mate, I do find it worrying. You know my position on this. I don't think Michalenko is good enough. The problem is do we have enough money to bring in two strikers and a left back and, and whatever else right he winger. wants. Yeah. And whatever else he wants. 
You're absolutely right. Like Mikalenko, like isn't good enough to be our number no, one I don't choice. Think he is, but eh? we need forward players yeah. more and with a very limited pot of money. It is just a, a case of make do, isn't it? I'd, I'd be honest, like you've got to make a list. Everyone's got to make a list in their own heads of what they think we need. And the problem is, you've got to make that list and then go. Well, how much money do we have, and how long is it going to stretch? And if you get to a point where, say, do you know what this used to happen? Again, usually a little bit young, maybe a bit young for this, but. The Moises, Moises team, right? Every year we'd need something. But we always needed a right-back. But it never got high enough on the list to be addressed. And that's why Tony Ibbett was our, our right-back. Now, Tony Ibbett was solid. But you look, always look at that position going, no, we're a... Like, that was the one that could have been improved on every it, year. It could have, but it, but it didn't... But it also didn't wasn't need to be. Because it wasn't a big enough priority. And it's also why, like... Leon Osman as well was like people go, oh you need to get rid of him it's like yeah but he's fine he's a decent player but we need to get that and that sorted and every year there'd be something that was more important especially and that's what and Tony Tony a bit was a good solid player but you could see where like this where the fullback position was going and obviously that's why we got shit where we got we got lucky with Seamus um so yeah, uh, it's what it's what we need first. It's what we need. Um, I think we've sort. It looks like we sorted the goalkeeper situation out, whether we like it or not. And let's be honest, Pickford will play every single game. Touch wood. Pretty much, yeah. If, but he's like that's the way he's been, hasn't he? And then um, centre backs were sound for right back was sound for cut the cover with Garner as well. James Garner. We do need to sort left back out, so it is it is high on the list. Right midfield, two more centre forwards, another centre midfielder, I'd say. Certainly an attacking one, creative one. So, um, and other people might leave as well. Damari Gray might leave. So, mm, yeah, at least I, I'm not going to mention. Well, well, as long as he goes somewhere that makes sense for yeah, him. Go somewhere and then you can tweet about our players leaving. Um. Yeah, there you go. Listen, big thank you to everyone for watching. Uh, the the poll is fifty fifty. It's remained fifty fifty. Seven hundred thirty seven people, um, saying saying. Oh, it's just gone. Oh, it's just gone over. Yes, fifty one percent for you. Sign yes. him now. Oh, that's it. He signed. You can't. He's in. Unless I'm gonna. He's gonna walk in the studio now. Yeah. I'm gonna wait for the seven hundred and fortieth vote. Been waiting for it to go into votes. yes, so it's we can bring them out. It's gone back to fifty fifty. Right, we're gonna end oh, it no. there. We're going to end the day. We're going, to be, we're going to be live in about five minutes over on another channel. It is 50-50, 741 votes. Uh, catch is there. We'll be back at five o'clock as well on Toffee TV Premier. Thanks for watching. See you later. Bye.